This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello and welcome to Front Office Features. I am Rob Crane and here once again with uh, Chris Valente. Chris, how are you? I am fantastic, Rob. How are you? Uh, doing great. Um, today's a special one. We've got a lot. We're giving live advice. Live, live. tape advice. Live advice. Uh, live advice. Uh, story to so the come... guy who we made fun of in episode two. Yep. It's come full circle. And uh, for people, no spoiler alert, uh, should listen through and just see how much Nicholas has grown based on the way we destroyed and tore him down. Apparently his soul in episode two. So <laughs> you ripped out his soul and fed it back to him, I think. Yeah. And uh, he appreciates it. And I give him look, the balls on him to keep coming back for more and putting himself out there did fantastic. Like I, we told him he is not someone I'm worried about figuring it out success in life he will be i fine. think that kid should go sell stuff yes yo yes 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 he can he can he, that kid should go sell stuff i i agree he can talk he's personable i like him what else do you need yeah i mean that's really how we make a living each day it's like yeah that guy's not a dick uh, oh, yeah, no. buy stuff we, we're very good at bullshitting people as my father would tell <laughs> me <laughs> yeah you need this buy this here you go yeah sure what, you know what the hell um anyway um you're about to head to the Super Bowl tomorrow. Yep. All right, you got to take some pictures and like let's post. Them. No, I know. I actually, I was going to tell you, I need to figure out the Instagram password <laughs> so I can. <laughs> we should. We, I should figure that out too. I have no idea. It just works on my phone. Yeah, no, I'll be. I will be posting away. Uh, I will be in lovely South Beach. Uh, the weather looks pretty nice. A little seventy-five and sunny. Uh, it's quick though. It's a quick forty-eight hours in and out. Uh, it's a little bit of a whirlwind, but uh, I'm going to see a bunch of people down there, which will be very productive, hopefully. And then uh, back here to lovely Massachusetts on Saturday and watch the Super Bowl from my couch, which is where I'd much prefer to watch it from. There you go. I'm uh, I'm in Boston tomorrow. You're always there when I'm never there. It's feel yeah, like right. we, I feel like you we, plan your trips to Boston when I'm not going to be there. That's exactly how I do it. I told Huck, who is a... Uh, Chief Revenue Officer for FSM. I said, make sure Valente is just not around so that when we have a meeting. So you're meeting with him and someone else? Yes, I am. Who are you meeting with? Delta Dental. We're having lunch. Oh, Mike Berger? Yeah. Oh, Mr. Berger. Say hello. Yep. Say, so we're, say we're, hello to Mr. Berger for me. I will uh I will do that. I will I will do that. So um you were telling that you have like a good story about something that happened for you. Oh my god. It's actually it's very apropos for our conversation that we have. Ooh, with, apropos, good phrase. Big, big SAT word. Uh, word of the day. <laughs> so based on the conversation that we have with Nick and where that all started, the conversation I had this week, it was if you could have recorded it and just... Conversation with who? Uh, uh, 
an individual who someone referred to me to, to speak to, or, or they referred them to speak to me, and I, here, I'll lay it out. I'll, I'll start it this way. So typically when someone says you should reach out to someone else, do you do you usually reach out to that person first, set up a time, or you just pick up the phone and just randomly call their phone number? <laughs> uh, how funny would it be if I were like, no, I just randomly call people. <laughs> <laughs> so I get a phone call on Friday, and as in sales, I always, unless it's like my own area code, which I know is spam, right? I yeah. always answer it. I'm like, oh, someone might be calling me to give me some money. And I answer it, <laughs> and it's this this individual who's like, Hey, I'm so and so. Someone so said we should connect, and uh, is is now good. And I'm like, what? Who? What? I'm like, actually. Oh, and I'm like, then it clicked in my mind. I'm like, oh, I know who this is. It's like actually now is not a good time. I'm about to go to another meeting. Can I? Can we talk Monday? Yeah. Like, can we set a time where we actually talk? Yeah. So set the time. Have the call. And I'm in my car on the way home. And let me just tell you, like, everything you could possibly do wrong in an informational interview, this person did. So, one, we've talked about, look, it's not hard to figure out who you and I are at this point and what our philosophies are. I'm running blogs. I'm pretty sure that you can find us. So, this person goes on to tell me they want to work in baseball operations, most likely. And I'm like, great, that's fine. Let me help you out. Proceeds to find out what I do. And almost kind of insult me that I really can't help them because they misunderstood from their grandfather what my role at the organization was. So what did he say like that it that was insulting to you? So I was like so I was giving him advice and like saying, look, data and analysts, I was like, do you getting into the baseball ops department, either you gotta be like this really specific MIT Harvard savant or a former player is typically how that works with either some really great connections. You don't just like show up and work in baseball operations. Uh, right. So talking along that, and he's like, he's like, he's like, well, what, what is your role? Doesn't even finally I tell him, and he's like, oh well, like I just and the like the disappointment you heard in his voice that I <laughs> <laughs> he was so, so mad no, that he goes, sold stuff. I heard you were a Red Sox an executive, and I'm like, yeah, and it's just like, well, I just misunderstood. Like I thought you'd be able to help me more. Yeah, then, like, go pound sand, man. So, so I'm like... By the way, I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood. Yeah, no. Day. And I was like, are you shitting me right now? Yeah. And the, just, like, the generalities of, like, the whole conversation. It was, like, checking every box that drives me crazy in these types of... And then, on top of it, just the disgust to hear that I'm not high bloom. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, I am literally taking my time out of my day to talk to you. And it was just a complete waste of both of our times because he did no preparation. And clearly what I was giving him and putting down, he could care less. Yeah. I, in all honesty, the last since the last time we talked, I had similar situations. Uh, had two interviews. Both come with nothing to write with. I don't know why, but that is something that just bugs me. Like no notebook, no nothing of like nothing, right? Just seems... When I see that, instantly unprepared. And one guy comes in wearing like a suit and tie, right? Fine. Yeah. But like the collar was spread and like his tie was like undone to like the second button. They're like, what are you? You look like a, like a slob. Like a slob. He didn't shave, right? If you have a beard, fine. I don't care about that. But when you have like the, that guy hasn't shaved in two day look, like 
shave. Yes. Yes. If you're not traditionally having a beard and you show up with like the eight o'clock shadow, probably not looking like you just roll out of bed. I mean, so he looked like he just got home from work and just was like, I'm going to chill on the couch and unbutton my tie and hang out. Yeah, like, you know, like when you see the guy at the bar who's still wearing his suit at like 530 and then like undoes his tie and is having a beer. That was him. That was that guy in the interview. Oh, you hired him on the spot. Like that. Instant. Did you now? All right. So now, now that we've been doing this for a while. Did you turn your front office features hat on and give this these people feedback on the in the interview, or you just said I'm just going to cut bait? This one, that that guy, I cut bait. The other guy, there was another person who I gave a little like talk to of like you can do better than this. They were they receptive? I think so. I got a note from them after, but I was just so upset. Um, the and the question is like you know you kind of get down to the questions like well, what questions do you have for me right like that's a normal interview thing they go um, I don't really have any but what's your background the, I'm pretty sure your LinkedIn would provide like, all that information fairly quickly I just was like what I was like then I go yeah I've been in baseball like 15 years and yeah you don't even want to answer that question you're just like I'm yeah gonna give you, you don't even want to answer I'm gonna give you a general and, and response to your general part question. of me thinks like if I'm a listener right now it's like you arrogant asshole like why don't you just tell them your background it's like that's not the point I'm not some great uh, sports executive like Larry Lucchino who you should know but at least like if you know who you're gonna go talk to which this person did then. You should at least do some minimal research about like, hey, what's going on? Oh, man, I saw that you have a podcast. Or, hey, I saw that you worked in Omaha, Nebraska. Tell me about the College World Series or like, I don't know, something. You worked in Scranton. Tell me about The Office. I've never seen an episode. <laughs> and that's and that's where I walk out of our interview because I can't. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, well, we gave it a shot. This was not going to work. Yeah, we gave it what the So hell? you just uh, actually, one of the things you just mentioned just triggered something in my mind. It it brings up a fantastic point. When you land an interview, ask who you are interviewing with. That's a yeah, great point. Like, ask the HR person, whoever actually called you up the interview, just be like, hey, can you let me know who I'm interviewing with? That way you can do exactly what you just said to do, is do your research ahead to have poignant questions for Rob Crane or whoever else you're interviewing at that point to give a specific question versus like, hey, tell me about your background. Like, right. what the hell am I supposed also, to do? Oh, uh, you know, I grew up in Pittsburgh. I like the Steelers and uh, I eat pasta on Thanksgiving. What else do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't watch fucking movies. <laughs> like, <laughs> see you later. I, I, the last movie I've seen is Moana. Um, the, and it's like, if you're interviewing, there's a lot of people that are listening that I would assume are going to go up for, we'll say, entry-level ticket sales jobs. Would you agree with that? 90%, yep. Right, there's a lot of people here that'll interview at least, whether they get one or not, for an entry level ticket sales job. If I and I'm no brain surgeon, if I am interviewing for an entry level ticket sales job for the Pawtucket Red Sox or for anybody else, I'm gonna go on the Pawtucket Red Sox website and say, Huh, I wonder what kind of tickets they sell. <laughs> right? Like, like that seems like an easy thing to do. Oh, uh, you should have just take taken and their they phone. Had no idea. So I asked um, oh, and the other thing, get this, this blew my mind. This was a, a sponsorship services person. I, like I said, I'm triggered because of this. 
Oh no, we know you're murdering. Spot. If everyone keeps listening to the end of this podcast, Keep you're on a murdering I, spree. I have threatened murder on multiple people, and um, this made me laugh out loud almost. I um, sponsorship services guy comes in, you know, a, the sponsorship services person works with um, uh, corporate partners who sign their deal and they have to go execute them, right? Yep. So that they need tickets, get their sign, whatever. Um, so uh, he's saying something about the team moving to Worcester. And he, he, ha- he goes, um, so what, what, what uh, we asked, like, what questions do you have about um, Worcester? You know, this position hopefully can grow into something larger, it would be in the, in the Worcester. And he goes, yeah, I looked it up. I just didn't see much information about the team moving to Worcester. I was like, what? How can that be? What? What? That doesn't make sense. That is mind-blowing to me. What did you look up? <laughs> was he on, like, Ask Jeeves and not Google? Like, is he <laughs> a different search engine? Like, what? I mean, he was on Ask Jeeves. Like, uh, uh, there was nothing on the, the Google machine about Worcester. There, I'm like, wait, wait. There was, Literally, there was I, get, about I get the different partners. I, I, I get Boston Business Journal updates about you guys regularly and, like, the stadium and what's coming on. Like, there's there's so much news everywhere. <laughs> you, the, one of my colleagues goes, um... Who's our naming rights partner? Oh, he goes, uh, I think it's po- po- Polar, right? And I was like, <sighs> Oh, you got one right. But you, you should have one. taken no, that person's phone and just downloaded and subscribed to our podcast and said, I, I, I was, I, th- I did, I think I told that guy to like hand me your phone, the front office features. I'm gonna download right now and subscribe. Oh, by the way, I don't, we're gonna check, we're gonna check if Florida is a big uptick today. Brian Specia, who obviously our, our former guest. Uh, is speaking to a class, and he said before he starts the class, he's making everyone take out their phones and subscribe to front office. <laughs> just, good, good. Brian, by the way, Brian never met him. Uh, top five favorite guys of all time already. So you, you he you, he wants to connect with you. So we got I got to make that happen. But um, I mean, he's he's driving I'm downloads with him he, on LinkedIn. Driving downloads. Yeah, he is. He's doing great. He's doing great. Anyway, so during the week, those were the things I've been anxious to talk with you about was uh, these people who interviewed who I wanted to kill. It really it uh, only I kill I kill because of love. Yes, it's it's kill because we care, right? Like that's it. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, it's a it's a passion, uh, but it's so it is it is really like kind of funny that this all happened this week to you and i when we're talking to nick today in that live advice piece because yeah the live advice he was was kind of fun to do we should do that again with somebody else absolutely anybody wants to come on and get slaughtered and murdered by rob (laughs) i also (laughs) love that he was like one of the early listeners of this thing and we totally shit on him totally the first time and he's still with us he's he comes coming back i i I get i give that that's where i give him all the credit in the world that's the athlete in him probably like knock him down get back up knock him down but uh, yeah, no, he was. It was great. Um, great. But, Can I also say this? This is also maybe just a triggered thing. We're not allowed to talk about what we're about to talk about, and I don't want to talk about uh-oh. it. Uh oh, I know what you're about a, to talk about. Yeah, right. A big company is coming after us right now. We can't even. We can't say anything but that. And it was like, what is going on right now? I, people. But I was. I was more excited that like a big company knows who the hell front office. Well, is. let's just let's just say. It was it was surreal because you you couldn't we had join a call the call with a CEO of a giant company. Yeah, and then the next day, <clears throat> I'm on a call when this is really you couldn't unfortunately join because of uh, scheduling issues. 
with a massive law firm <laughs> who has provided me legal guidance uh, in regards to all this, which I guess we probably are saying more than we're supposed to be saying at this point. But you know what? No, we're not saying anything. We're not, literally not saying anything. But, but people will probably be able to delineate who we're referring to, who would be coming after us. But we'll, we'll let people make their own decisions. And it is... I just said a big company. It's, it's absolutely... Egregiously insane, considering who that company is and who we are, to even think it would be behooving them to make enemies out of us makes no sense. Anyway, I was actually. We'll leave it there. We'll, we'll, we'll leave I'm it leaving there. it there. I'm leaving it. There. I, I, but I was like, I started this for fun, and now we're what? What are we doing? And it's but, but it's also like. We're growing like wildfire. We're going to beat. We're going to have another uh, largest download month in history. Yep. And we in Jamaica, man. We're in, in Jamaica, man. Uh, and uh, our uh, social platforms keep growing, especially LinkedIn. LinkedIn is on fire right now. And um, so we're growing. And it's like, you know what? This is kind of a little engine that could. Two, uh, two guys in a basement uh, talking about... You know, sports business, uh, sports business career advice. Hey, who who knew? We said episode one that started, which started in my basement. It had to start somewhere in the basement, right? That's how they all big things start, either garage or basements. By the way, I think out of all these things that we've done, we've only been together for two of these. Uh, yeah, one when we forgot to hit record. <laughs> we had to hit re-record. That's right, we re-recorded uh, that episode one. And is that it? Yeah, I think so. Well, because I always schedule my Boston trips when you're not around. Exactly, uh, <laughs> touche. And then um, I think we should just touch on this briefly, and we'll probably keep this one short because there's, there's a big part of it. But obviously, the news that rocked the sports world on oh, Sunday yeah. tragedy struck, uh, which it, the one thing it I mean reaffirmed for me in this kind of crazy business that you and I are in is the impact that someone passing away uh could can affect that many people on many different levels is just goes back to like what this industry is and what we do for a living and and the impact that people have on a daily basis in the sports and what it means to folks and sometimes unfortunately things like that have to happen to remind you of that and it's it's absolutely i mean to me personally the 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 tragedy lies in the the children passing away um more than anything, just because children and they're so innocent and shouldn't have to deal with that, and now the family is losing their kids is just—I can't even imagine. As you and I both have have children, but uh, to see what's happened the past few days in terms of outpouring of, of folks of from all over the world uh, because they were so affected by one person who, when you break it down, was really good at putting a basketball in a hoop, uh, and, and it just means so much more to folks. Yeah, I think sports is unique in that kind of way. Uh, I was thinking, I was like, I have nothing but respect for what Kobe did. I remember rooting against him like crazy when the Celtics were uh, in there. But I was like, man, that Kobe's so freaking good. And, you know, seeing what he's done, too, um, with from a business standpoint, and obviously you just kind of see it from afar. And it's like, you know, he had a, you know, the quote-unquote Mamba mentality, if you will, was something you always kind of strive for because it was always like, how do you get better mentality, uh, which I think everyone can relate to. And, 
it was it's just awful and it's like i have nothing to say that would be oh it's just like i feel like it's a lot of the stuff's been said and it's just like when i saw that his daughter was included it was like i will it's definitely for me uh one of those where were you moments yep. where, did, where were you when uh when you found out about kobe i was at my brother-in-law's house playing with our kids outside and I got a the uh, you know a, a phone alert that said Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash. I was like, "What? This can't what?" Yeah, I thought like it was instantly fake. like yeah. the kids were like kids were going inside, <laughs> so we could go uh, watch TV on it. Yeah, it's I think the only word to describe it is is just like it's shocking, right? Like it's just it was absolutely it was absolutely shocking. Like, that's that's it's awful, awful and shocking and just because people uh, like that, you just. You feel like they're invincible, right? Like right. I totally agree. I I've, I woke up this morning and you're still on your like Twitter feed and it's like, like, like Kobe Bryant's dead. Yeah, it's weird. It, what? It's weird. Like, this does just doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Um, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. But, um, you know, uh, there's a lot to learn from there, and I think there's a a lot to learn from Kobe, I should say, and uh, you know, it's just sucks it does and for all the other and then the the family that was on board as well was uh red sox family uh right. they're tied to the red sox right? their son is a scout in our organization um and he he lost his mom dad and sister and it's just him and his sister behind so condolences to that family as well and the others that were on board uh obviously awful news but um all right you have a goal now What's that? To turn this into a happy podcast. <laughs> well, we've talked about... <laughs> we, the, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know why I put all that on you, but I just did. So, okay. <laughs> um, happy thoughts. Well, um, I'm going to Miami. And That'd be great. We are being... Trying to taken down by a massive organization. So... I know. I'm so excited. not... This is so ridiculously crazy... But we're growing, and we got to be so thankful to our listeners. Oh yeah! And share this thing, keep going, uh, because what we're doing, um, one, is fun, right? We're not doing this for anything uh, besides fun, um, and uh, we've got a lot of compliments and a lot of other stuff. And I just love that we're being known by somebody, and this is this is great. You're gonna have a blast in. Uh, uh, wherever the hell you're going, Miami. Though Miami sucks, I'm not gonna lie. Miami. I know we talked about. It. I'm not. I'm not thrilled about the. Whole, I'm, I'm. I'm thrilled about the weather. I'm not thrilled about where I'll be. But I'm also inside most of the day. You got meetings <clears throat> off the wazoo. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to sound like I'm that person complaining. I have to go to Miami either, like for the Super Bowl. Always me. But um, and are I'm we a little not, arrogant today in our podcast? I, like you should know who we are. You're complaining. We're um, talking about going to Miami. I, I, think, I don't think so. I think uh, we came with some passion this week, and passion I, today. And I think we came with uh, some chips on our shoulder about some things. I think obviously there's a lot going <laughs> on in a be in our front office world, and also in our jobs as always, but in our, and also our personal lives. So <laughs> I think it came to a boil on a Wednesday night, and here's our escape to let it all out. Here we are, man. If you want to get a uh, passionate interview for us, listen to today. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. This one, this one. I'm when I listen. I'll be in the. I'll be driving into the airport. About uh, actually, I wonder if it'll be. I'll be driving. I'll leave my house at 5 a.m. to go to the airport tomorrow. I'll, you know what? 
I'll make sure it drops at 4.30. There you go. That way I can listen to it and get fired up for my plane ride. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I think uh, everyone, listen, stick around for this next part because it's. Right. I think it's very helpful specifically to hear one-on-one and live interviews uh, with myself, Rob, and, and Nicholas to hear the advice come through. And uh, if you like what you hear, engage us on social media and you can be our next guest. Yeah, right. Do it. We've got a lot more people reviewing and liking also on iTunes, and I please, please do that as much as possible. That, yeah, that that helps uh, people find us. It's uh, it's it's definitely helps on the helps on search. All right, well, uh, go enjoy Miami. Post. I gotta find you the Instagram password and uh, uh, enjoy it. I hope you close a bunch of deals and uh, uh, you know, and uh, get a tan. Later. See ya. And we've got a guest, live guest. Is this live? I guess it's a podcast, so nothing really can be live. But we have yeah. a live guest, live to tape. I think it's as live, live as it can be at this point, right? Yeah. As live as it can be right now. Uh, we've got Nick Burns. Nick, how are you? I'm doing great, guys. Thank you for having me on the show. It is an honor. It is a pleasure to have you. So, Nick, you are a senior at Albany, right? Correct. Great. And Nick, we made fun of you in like episode <laughs> two. Uh, front office features, correct? Oh boy, we are going back. Of course, I couldn't. I couldn't wait to get to talk about this. <laughs> so, I really, I really want to start this out and say, you know, it's hilarious that that you guys made fun of me on that podcast. So, Chris, you were the first guy that I. So I started out on LinkedIn. I said, you know what? I, I'm about to graduate. I need to network. I need to get my connections i need to i need to meet some people i need to figure this out right yeah so i got on there you were the first person i reached out to and said hey can you help me we called to be honest let's just be honest here i called i didn't really know what i was calling about i didn't really know why i was calling i was just i didn't know you know i had no idea what i was trying to do I was, what am i supposed to do and it was hilarious i listened to that podcast the day that came out i thought wow that's me i'm that guy you're that yeah. guy, but you owned it. You owned it. Next I day, you're on LinkedIn. You said hey, that was you. The first call with you, Chris, went horrible. Didn't we? We just didn't. We didn't gel. It just never really worked out. You were you were kind of very blunt and honest with me, like you said. Um, I needed it. I understood it. I got it. Took the took the message and and ran. Second call went much better. Much better. I much can attest better. to that. I can attest um, to that. And I'll tell you. So <laughs> at this you're, point, you're I've, got, I've used LinkedIn and I've got to talk to. Uh, Joe Quattrone, that's the senior vice president of VaynerMedia. I've got to talk to Alex Klein, that's also one of the head recruiting guys there. Um, I've got to talk with Brandon Wilson, that is a guy working for Saatchi and Saatchi Wellness. And hmm. I'll tell you what, the only thing that I've gotten, or that the only thing that has changed from that horrible first call that I had with you to now is I've got to talk with a lot of people on the phone and tried to make conversations out of nothing. Boy, does actually doing stuff like that really help. It it really does. And like I mean, look, <laughs> when you when you and I talked, I think you like you said you were kind of just like I'm going to call this this guy at the Red Sox, see where this conversation goes and see what he has to tell me. Where I think my advice to you is you better come prepared and make sure that you know what the hell you want to get out of that conversation and do your research rather than come with generalities, especially when you get to talk to the people that you just mentioned. And I'm sure I, I would imagine your conversations with those folks went a little bit better than your and I first conversation. 
100%. So what did you do differently? Um, well, I definitely, whenever, whenever I called you in the beginning, I tried to prepare as, as well as I knew how to at that point. I, I looked up information about you, about what you did, your role, and then obviously the Red Sox organization and how you were fitting into that whole deal. I tried to do my best. Um, honestly, I didn't really change much. I've, I've been very consistent with just, I've always been a funny, goofy kind of guy. And so I've always kind of, I always keep true to myself, but honestly, just talking with more and more people, I've just gotten better and better at it. Yeah, no, that's, and that's what we, Rob and I encourage people is like, the longer you wait to start doing this process, the worse off you're going to be because you have to do it. You have to start having those conversations. You'll get a feel for what's out there. So I know when we, we spoke, this is months ago, you were kind of up in the air and like what you wanted to do now having these conversations, have you landed more in a, a narrow path of like what your interests are going to be when you, when you do graduate in a few months? Tell me this. I'll answer that question with, with another question. Because My wife would I've not about, approve that. I've about this a lot. So here, here's a, <laughs> another predicament that I'm in as well as probably a bunch of other people that are about to graduate college or looking to start careers, right? I have, I guess there's a lot of people out there that have had internship experiences where they can see what type of career they can start, what, what type of career they don't want or what they do want based on these experiences, right? I haven't had that luxury. I haven't been able to go have uh, summer internships, winter internships. At this point, I, don't, I haven't really tested anything. So I'm kind of at a point where I don't really know exactly what I want to do. So let me ask you this. How specific would you say specific in knowing your role and knowing what you want to do? How, how deep would you go? Well, I, I think you pose an interesting dilemma, and but I, I think the answer to that question would be you've got to have at least some general sense of what you enjoy in life, right? And we've, we've always preached, like, it doesn't matter who you work for or what you do, the, the overall day-to-day -day responsibilities are what's going to drive whether you're happy or not. So as you've played sports, you're, you're, you're a football player. If there's things that are like, look, if I, if I wake up every day and I want to work in football operations for the rest of my career and that's what's going to make me happy, that's where you start checking off some of those boxes. But if that's not the answer, I think you just got to just keep having these conversations with Rob, myself, and other folks to get a sense of what actually can be a, a job because that's the, that's the whole thing is most people don't understand what's out there until you do this. But you, you must have general interest in life. And if it's, say it's, we, I talk to people, if it's traveling, find a way to incorporate travel into the way you do whatever you do for the rest of your career. Um, and it's, and you look, how old are you? 22. Look, 22, very hard to set a path and be like, I know exactly what I want at 22 years old because Rob and I are 37, 38. We're still answering that question every day. So the, the, here's the good news for you. It never ends. You never stop questioning that. You never stop challenging yourself, never stop, stop trying to figure all these answers out. It just feels way more overwhelming at this point in your life probably because society has said, look, you're graduating. You got to figure this all out. You got to get a job, blah, blah, blah. Take your time. Put up the plan together and make sure you take the right opportunity versus just like jumping at something that somebody throws at you. And I yep. also say this too. Um, one of the person that I thought had great advice uh, was Kara Walker from the Celtics, right? She oh. always kind of thought being in marketing was the thing, but she got into customer really service in the beginning because customer service, the customers are really who you're marketing to. So she took her marketing vision 
and put it into this customer service role. So customer service and tickets may have not where she wanted to end up, but she took that role and then kind of had a marketing approach to that role so that when she did get her opportunity in more of the marketing role, she could take that uh, customer service experience that she gained and then put it into the marketing role. Now she's, you know, vice president of marketing for the freaking Boston Celtics. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, I thought that was very wise advice is taking the experience that you had with the lens of where you wanted to go. You know, another thing that I thought was really cool is she said whenever I think she had an internship with somebody else, she was saying, and she said, and I think it ended up turning into a job, but they said that uh, they loved every day at the end of the day, she would say, is there anything I can help? I was with the Paw Sox. I was with us. Oh, is that with you guys? Yeah, it was with us. Yeah. Uh, not she that said, I knew her, but that was with the team. She said, is there anything I can help with? Is there anything I can do? Is there, and everybody, I imagine everybody said, no, get out of here. Go, leave, leave us alone. But that's, you know, that's, uh, she's looking for extra work. She was hungry, right? Yeah, that she was. Uh, and I talked to people who were in the office when she was there and they all still rave about her. It was like, oh yeah, she always wanted to do extra stuff. <laughs> um, so let me, let me ask this then. I tried to gear a couple of questions toward, because obviously you guys are doing this for a reason, correct? You're trying to help people that are in similar situations to myself. Yep. Right. So this is, this is I'm going to tell you my approach to what I'm doing right now, and I want to see what you guys' thoughts are on that. So I started, I started my LinkedIn career uh, just a few months ago, just before, Chris, you and I had our first call, just before then, right? Since then, I've, I've connected with a lot of people, a lot of companies that I'm interested in that are in sales and marketing roles mainly that are um, in positions that I'd like to be in someday. From there, I've sent um, a lot of personal messages to people asking, hey, do you have any advice for a young guy that's looking to start his career, looking to find his first job? This might sound familiar, Chris. Yeah. Um, so I've been going going at it like that, talking with people, getting, getting every bit of advice and, and guidance that I can and going from there. Also, I was going to say too, as far as specific roles and what you might or might not want to do, I haven't started looking at specific job postings at this point in my career yet. I'm still, I'm still just kind of networking and making just personal connections with people. Can I ask you something, can I ask you something, Nick? Yeah. Why haven't you looked at job postings? I guess I, I've looked at job postings. I, I haven't applied okay. job postings. I guess I'll say it that way. Because I, I actually, it's a funny story. My dad was like, you need to apply. And I applied to like 12 jobs. And they're like, can you come here for an interview tomorrow? And I was like, ah, I live in Tulsa, Oklahoma right now. That's where home is for me. So yeah. I'm not going to be in New York City anytime soon. Um, so, okay. So I, so I didn't, I haven't applied for jobs yet. Got it. Okay. But at this point, I'm kind of just feeling things out, networking with people, building good connections, hopefully trying to get some type of in, quote unquote, you would say, in a company where they say, yeah, no, I like that guy. I want to hire him, you know, hoping that they have open positions, stuff like that. Rather than going the Indeed route or not, not to knock Indeed or anything, but I have a sponsor of ours. No, I'm just kidding. I guess it could be. It's really strange. I guess I'm trying to create more personal connections in hopes that personal connections will help me get a job versus well, not. Yeah. 
you're 100% right in that that sending your resume blindly into a job posting on a job site, the likelihood of getting that role is much less than if you have a direct connection into an organization with a direct relationship, right? So when yeah. you see a job posted at an organization where you know somebody, you can reach out to that person and say, hey, what about me versus blindly applying? Uh, that's just for sure the right approach. The reason I asked you if you, why you're listening to job descriptions, I would say one of the easiest ways to start exploring what's out there versus committing is just reading some job descriptions saying, yeah, you know what? Sure. I'm, I'm interested in that. I can see myself doing that. doesn't mean you have to apply to that specific role, but just you get a better idea of like what type of entry level positions within different types of verticals exist. And that's, it's just a very easy way to check off some boxes in your own mind of like, I could see myself doing that or no way that that sounds terrible. I'm never applying to a job that has that description. So I think to answer that question, going the networking route and link and LinkedIn and all that for sure is 100% a better avenue to take than applying blindly to any open role. And can I also say this, Nick, you're ahead of 99.9% .9 of the people who are uh, yeah. applying, applying for jobs. I had interviews this week with kids I wanted to just literally strangle because they had no idea what the hell they were doing. They had no preparation. They didn't even bring something to freaking write with. And I wanted to kill them. I wanted to murder human beings at this time. And I was so pissed about what's going on. Nice Red Sox hat. Look at that. And uh, <laughs> you being as uh, out there on LinkedIn, though I would say this is probably a little, I would say, nervous, right? I'm sure you, you, like you've got to put a lot of stuff out there. You, you are literally putting yourself out there. Yeah. Um, that takes a lot of guts, if you will. Uh, and please know you're ahead of 99.9% .9 of the people out there. And... Uh, people who put as much effort into what they're trying to do, it will pan out for you. Uh, timing in life is a lot of it. And when the right opportunity comes at the right time, um, it'll work out for you, man. I, I, I know that it will. I appreciate the kind words. Um, it's funny. So this all started, you know, everybody always makes the funny analogy. Oh, my dad, you know, the older that I got, the more my dad, like, learn what, what, what is the saying what's the saying whenever i got older my my dad whatever it is right my dad's dumb whenever i'm a kid and i'm going through puberty and then i get older i'm like wow my dad's kind of smart he kind of knows what he's doing right yeah yeah honey uh well my dad has been in uh in in business for his whole life i mean he he got a job straight out of, out of high school and he's been he's worked he worked for a company for 20 years and grew himself all the way up now he's a senior vice president or he's the vice president of marketing and sales for uh, a company called Perfect Crust Pizza Liners. So now, so so now I'm getting to the point where I'm I'm moving toward the professional part of my life, where I'm starting a career. I'm gonna have to get a job. I'm gonna have to be like a real adult, right? Yeah. Welcome, welcome to the real world. <laughs> and my dad's like, "Hey, do this, do that, do this." I'm like, "Wow, these are really good ideas. That's a good idea, Dad." He tells me a couple. He's like, "Dude, get on LinkedIn. Get on LinkedIn. It's big time. Get on LinkedIn." So he, so I've had my dad back behind me in my ear saying, do this, do that, do this, you know, so and you're listening. Thank, thank God that I've got that. And I'll tell you, that's, that's why, that's why in part, I think I am, I feel like I'm ahead of, of the game. You know, whenever I look at my friends and some of my peers around me, um, it's, it's so simple though, you know, 
No, and it's it, it's a lot what Rob always says. There's two things you control: it's effort and attitude. And and look, amen. Your personality, for who you are. Look, people are gonna like to be around you and work with you. I'm sure in terms of making friends wherever you've gone in life, it's probably been pretty simple because you just you seem to put yourself out there and the way you handled our situation and then to Rob's point owned it and then made it made yourself better. I mean, that's the exact type of employee you're looking for at an entry level because you're very coachable clearly and you don't think you have all the answers and, and you're not a know-it-all. I mean, that's what you want for someone coming into their career because there's always those people who are like, Oh, I just graduated. I know everything I'm supposed to be doing. I, I know it all. You just ran down. Like your dad is, has way more experience than you has provided you with some guidance that you've clearly taken to heart and it's working for you because he probably does know what the hell he's talking about. You don't get the <laughs> VPs or SVPs by like not knowing what you're doing. So I, I mean, it, to Rob's point, the fact that you're doing this puts you ahead of the, even more of the 99.9% .9 of people because you're, 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 you kept reaching out to us. You made this night happen. You made this call happen. You made this interview happen because you were persistent. And there's that. I think you got line. a, I think you got a. I think you got a future in sales, man. Yeah. Hey, you know that's what I thought about. I so my dad, he started out in sales. He started. Now he's up in sales with marketing, right? He's like, dude, I'm telling you, dude, you got it. Like you can talk. You might need yeah, to might be sales. You know, it's funny that after after I, I I talked to you for the first time, Chris. I told my dad, I said, geez, I'm never going to talk to anybody on the phone again. It's, it's, it's just <laughs> no, ridiculous. I I'm can't. Sorry. I'm sorry. I, I made that. it. I'm sorry. I crushed your soul. I'm very sorry. We crushed your, he crushed your soul then, and then we doubled it by doing it on a podcast. Well, <laughs> actually, actually, and Rob and I are going to talk about this later. Nick, your and I's conversation won't hold a candle to the story I'm going to tell later on for me when Rob and I catch up, because I had a Nick. Nick Burns moment 2.0 that uh, to rob, wanted to strangle was probably kind what I wanted to do on the phone call. <laughs> oh, but man, I, I had two interviews this week. That I wanted to just be like, you got what are you doing in life? Okay, and, well, whoever that was that you had that conversation with, they're listening to this podcast. Hey, take it, take it with a grain of salt. Take it on the chin and move on, brother. Uh, I So here's – this is now, to your credit, we had just started the podcast, so there was really – wasn't the easiest way to research everything I would have to say. I'd only written a few articles at that point. But now if you're going to have a conversation with Rob or myself and you just look us up, <laughs> it should be pretty simple to do some quick research on what our philosophy is and how you should approach these type of conversations to come in just blind and absolutely pretty much insulting me along the way was a <laughs> whole new level. I but I, that, that story will come out in tomorrow's <laughs> podcast as well. And, It'll probably make you feel a little bit better about your situation based on where we started. Hey, well, you know, at, at that point, and even and even still now, even still now, I, I'll if I, I I call and talk to somebody, I don't always know. You know, I don't know what I don't know. You know, right. I'm 22. I've never done this. I don't know what I don't know. And thank God I called you, and you said you are so stupid. I can't believe you <laughs> didn't. You know, you well, you emotionally <laughs> you emotionally tore me down to build me back up. Again. <laughs> <laughs> and look at you. Look where you're at. It wasn't really that bad. <laughs> no, I, I didn't call you stupid, thank God. Uh, but no. no, I think it's just, it's it's literally, and I, I've I've received a couple emails from other folks recently of the bluntness. Like, I'm, if we're going to have a conversation and you want to take the time and we're going to talk, I'm going to give you the truth. Because if I'm just like, oh, you know what, you'll be fine. Go ahead. Keep doing what you're doing. 
you'll just be another person that just keeps calling people and just saying the same shit over and over again. What I would rather do is provide you real guidance that you can say, look, you don't have to have it all figured out, but just come really prepared. And all you need to do is every time you have these conversations with folks is take a little bit away from it to get better. And then just find your elevator pitch of like, what can you do for that organization and that person? Why they have to have you on board no matter what. That's the whole goal that you're doing right now. For sure. For sure. I agree. You know, I, another thing that I've been really stressing too, because it seems like I got to this point where I was messaging these people and talking on the phone with these people and I go to meet these people and I felt like I was taking and taking and taking. Another thing I started trying to do is, you know, like today I sent you guys on, on LinkedIn. I said, just thank you. You know, thank you for this. Thank you for that. And, uh, you know, I'll try every once in a while or, or, or happy holidays. You know, I try to Try to add a little bit of value to other people. That's mainly what my LinkedIn page is, trying to add value in order to, uh, you know, at, at, at some basic level, we're all selfish, right? I mean, we're all doing something for ourselves. I mean, so obviously I'm out here on LinkedIn trying to get a, uh, a, a career or a potential job. So I'm trying to add value to other people via my posts or whatever and, and all that stuff. But I've been trying to add value to other people lately. And I really appreciate what you guys are doing. You know, you guys are adding value to guys like me and girls like me or whatever they're they're out here trying to find uh open uh, positions trying to figure just trying to find advice you know what a, what a what a interesting better take on things be you're trying to add value to that. like that's such a better philosophy when you're way you're, when you approach this right rob no oh, amen when you're trying to add value to this thing you're just so much better off than uh than take 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 uh, and Nick, I think you're doing a, a hell of a job and the right timing will come out, man. You just keep working your ass off and, uh, and doing well. Uh, you're going to, you're going to end up, uh, end up great. And, uh, you know, I think that you keep your eye out for those gigs that are out there, um, and keep searching and stay in touch. Right. So one of the things I think people screw up a little bit, um, is that, you know, you'll do the one interview. And then you'll never hear from them again. It was like, oh, yeah, I talked to Chris Valente in June. Yeah, cool. But, like, Chris has totally forgotten about that and moved on with other things in his life. Stay but as long as you kind of stay persistent and not annoying persistent and you stay with him, right, you'll be – then it's like, oh, yeah, 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 Nick, 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 Nick. Uh, <laughs> I remember him, right? But that's not, like, annoying Nick. Yeah. Got it, Nick. No, you don't have to email well, me. It's Wednesday. I get it. I don't need an email every Wednesday from Nick. It's just like this podcast. I've been on you, but not on you about this. Correct. Yeah, you've been great. Been and on like, you, not on you. <laughs> but we're we're like we're busy and stuff, and yeah, no, uh, you've been staying with it. It's been good. With with something like this, you know, I try to put the ball in in your court as much as I possibly can because obviously you guys are you guys have full time jobs. I'm a student right now. This past semester was my last semester of football. I'm chilling right now. All I've got is five classes. I literally I do nothing all day. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I've got so much time on my. Oh man, I miss those days. I haven't oh, done geez. nothing in a long time. I would love to do nothing. I'd kill yeah, a human being for nothing right book now. Recommendations. I like I like a lot of self help books. Interesting, like philosophy type books. Things that make you think. You guys have any book recommendations? Well, for actually, so before we get to that book recommendation, can we back? I Rob's in a killing mood, by the way. He's a threatened to kill. Oh, I'm so pissed off today. I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood. Murdering human beings, I think, three times in the last 20 minutes. So, like, don't don't, don't effing cross okay, me today. Okay, okay. Because I'll I'll end you. I'll end you. 
Let's get like the the best keynote that you've got from your day today, Rob. The best what? What's it? What's your what's your key key point from today? Like what? What? Don't happened? piss me off. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why are you pissed off? That's what I'm asking. What? What no. happened today? What? What is the worst thing that happened today that you thought? Gee, I just, you know, what is it? No, murder and rage. No, murder and rage. No, what you got me talking about was we had a couple interviews this week uh, with people who literally had uh, nothing nothing to write with. Uh, they come all the way here, and we say, what questions do you have? Tell me about your background. I'm like, look at LinkedIn! Look yeah. at LinkedIn! I don't know. I'm on a freaking podcast where I talk about this once a freaking week, and you're going to ask me about my background? How about you take 30 freaking seconds and Google uh, who am I speaking with? Rob Crane. And if you, one of your questions should be, if you're like, Hey, there's other people, not that I'm being selfish of like, you should know who the hell I am. You no, should you know don't. who the hell anybody is right, no, uh, that you know here. that you're going to talk about. And when you started talking about that, it set me off because I had two terrible interviews this week, uh, from folks and it upset me. And this is kind of why we do the podcast is to make sure that this <laughs> doesn't happen. And, God, it just it it that that part. Not my day. My day was pretty good today, but um, <laughs> but that that you, good you, to there's know trigger Rob points goes from zero to murder. It's no, there's no in between. It's uh, like you got to bring the energy on these things too. So it's like, what the hell? Yeah. But Nick, so at this point, my only real job. I know people that are listening. We're on Skype right now. I'm doing air quotes. Obviously, you guys can't see this. Um. The only job that I've had to this point I, is my, my grandpa owns a masonry construction company in Madison, Wisconsin, and I, uh, I actually went to technical school in high school. I'm a, I'm a certified bricklayer. Uh, well, I got a job for you. Third best in the state of Oklahoma <laughs> at one point. <laughs> I got a job for you. Come on over. And uh, I, I was also a laborer there. Uh, I was the main guy that would go and set up the jobs so that the masons could come in and get to work right away and then i would go set up the next job right i was the prep guy i was the prep guy yep my grandpa always told me you know it's all in the prep if you if you do all the prep perfectly everything works out everything works out what a great what a great lesson to bring that's, a, that's great advice prep 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 you'll be all right and well, then i won't lose my mind and think about murdering people or end up in the cement <laughs> okay so let's go back to the to, to the pawtucket red Sox. you guys are just about to move correct Yes, after uh, after 2020. This is your last season. You got it, buddy. It's got to be a hotbed. People trying to get jobs in there, huh? Yeah, it's a it's an interesting time. It's an interesting time. Look, definitely looking for salespeople that can start soon. <laughs> and you know some uh, sponsor services people too. Albany ain't far from Worcester. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, get your ass over here, and we'll uh, I'll get you a job. How hey. about this? I had the president of a company. Call me on Saturday morning, okay? Yeah. Uh, Saturday morning. Answer the phone. He says, hey, I got a guy for you. Great guy. Talk to him. Talk to him. All right. I call him. I, I, he says, have him call me. Guy instantly calls me back. And uh, the, the, the kid, you know, 22 like you are, Nick, calls, calls me. And uh, he's like, I just want to do anything. I can get my foot in the door in sports marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, okay, look. I said, pause. I say, all right. I get it. The uh, president of the company who I just spoke with says, you're a great kid. You're going to get an interview. I said, but when we do this interview, I said, what I want you to do is come back and be a little bit more specific about what you want to do. Research what we do, 
um, and let's go and have a real conversation. And I said, and please send me your resume. He says, no problem. I can't wait. Uh, and we talked a little bit about group events and that type of stuff and how he might want to go do that. It is, what is this, Wednesday night? Yep. Uh, we had this conversation on Saturday. Uh, no resume, no phone call, no email, hmm. no nothing. Are you kidding? That's why, that's why you're in a murderous rage. I'm in a, a little bit of a murderous rage. So when, like, when I say Nick's got like a uh, head start on 99.9% .9 of people is because I've got guys like this not doing anything. Drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. Do you really want this or do you just want it given to you? At this point, you know, I'm 22. I, I'm, I keep saying this over and over. I'm 22. I don't have a job. I don't have any experience. That being said, I don't like to give advice in my situation. I like to just say what I've done and what's worked for me. But, yeah, you got to stay persistent on something like that. I mean, yeah, buddy. Not yeah, really that would be sick. common sense 101. That's like that's pretty simple stuff to do. I mean, so Nick, I mean, you say you haven't had a job, but here's the thing: like, you still have a really cool story to tell. I mean, the stuff with your grandfather and the prep work, and obviously how you approach that, and then also football, right? Like, playing yeah. a sport in college is a job. That's a full-time job, and that's why all the debate is right now: should you guys get paid or whatever? Yeah, but. Uh, the, the way you got to craft that story, because that's what an interview is, and that's what we always tell people, you just need to take those experiences and turn that into why that makes you qualified for the role you're applying for. Don't worry about internship, inter no internship, et cetera. You have a really good story to tell, and it's just yep. how you present that story is how people will perceive it at the end of the day. And I think, look, college football at a school like Albany, all the stuff that you guys did from preparation and work, studying film room all that stuff that goes into your story and i think that's how you just kind of get around that i never had a job etc and all the other stuff that you did with your grandfather and masonry and prep work it's just how you present the bottle of wine you can have a five dollar bottle of wine but if you present it and like it's a fifty dollar bottle of wine people don't know the difference yeah you know going going with that i always say you know i i'm a blank slate Whoever gets me is going to get a great, hardworking guy that's been at this point basically coached to be coached. Whoever gets me is going to get exactly what they want because they're going to turn me into whatever they want. You know, this is a great opportunity for myself and or whoever is going to offer me a position. It's weird, though. I, I, I do definitely need to work on my story because, you know, I, I'm sure you guys know I, I, I'm confident in myself. I know that wherever I go, I'm going to bring value. I'm going to bring good attitude. I'm going to work hard everywhere I'm at. And I'm going to exceed or excel rather at whatever I do. I'm going to, I'm going to try to do that as best as I can. Well, now, now I got your go. story. You just, yeah, got, you just did it. Look, your elevator pitch is, you just did time. your elevator pitch. No, but, but that's like, that's, that's it. You're that's done. It. That's got it. Got it. Done. See ya. Done. Stop talking. <laughs> yeah. Whenever you get don't a yes. Yeah. Don't over talk it. You just did it. Like the compared to what you said to me when we talked, four or five months ago that is a way different answer that you just gave i'm telling you experience huh just talk that's it just talk no. about it. a couple guys you'll get better at it you get better at it. it doesn't need to be this long rambling thing it's clear concise you just nailed it just listen back to this podcast tomorrow and repeat that over and over again every time you talk to somebody well All right. I, thought, um, I guess i thought it should have been better than that no, you were great. And on that note, whenever you get the yes, put it ahead. Put it while you're ahead. Put it while you're ahead. So Nick, 
It was great talking to you, my friend. Hold on, hold on. No, hold on. I got one more question. I got one more question. Uh, one more question. Shoot. One more question. So I talked to you, Chris, originally. Yep. I I was calling you because I did not know what I didn't know. I was wanting advice, right? I needed advice. What do I where where do I go from here? How do I do this? Now at this point, I've got to talk with you and multiple others. I've got the greatest problem in the world. All I get is advice. <laughs> How can I take these good good relationships that I've built? I'd say that this that this relationship that you you guys and I have is a pretty good relationship, right? Absolutely. Yeah, How do I turn something like this into hey, here's a job? Obviously, it's a little bit more complicated than that, but to an extent, here's a job. Here, here, come, come work for me. I like you. Come work for me. Come Doesn't work for happen me. that fast. Yeah, so, yeah. Here's here's what I tell you. What we said in, earlier in the conversation is, I think you need to challenge yourself to define what you want to do versus what we can offer you. To that point of just offering you a job to offer you a job without actually knowing what the hell you want is tough, right? So you yeah, you yeah. need to really zero in now quickly about like i could see myself doing x y and z and when those opportunities open up within the organizations of people you have those connections with that's when you pounce you just can't generically ask for a role or hope they generically offer you a job they might but more so you need to tell us and everybody else you know hey guys this is what i see myself doing this is what i want when stuff like that opens up call me done tell me this do you think that i'm wrong if i say this so I'm looking for the right opportunity at the right place. I don't know exactly, exactly what that role is going to be down to the description of the role, but whenever I find that, that's what I'm going for. Is that, am I wrong to say that? No, so, and also whenever I'm looking for exact job position, job openings, if I go on LinkedIn, I search jobs in this industry and one pops up and I say, yeah, I like that. That's cool. Is that specific enough? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I think also don't get caught well, up with like solving the perfect career job that you're going to get at 20. Yeah, right. Like, you're still 22. I that's what you were telling me to do. I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't have an answer for you guys. <laughs> no, just okay. you're yeah. not going to have all the answers at 22. Like I said, we don't have all the answers at 37 and 38. So just generally get a sense of where you want to launch your career, like geographically. Right. And then okay. start exploring those opportunities. Yeah, you don't got to get 100 right now. Nope. I'm, well, I'm trying to get a 100 as hard as I can. Oh, you're trying real hard, and we appreciate the uh, enthusiasm, excitement. This is uh, you're gonna be fine, Nicholas. I'm, yeah, Nick, so you're, you're I'm, I'm good with you, buddy. You're gonna be all right. <laughs> you're not my problem child. You're my. We'll get to my problem child. You're not my problem child anymore. You've come a long way in a very short time. So for that, <laughs> I very much commend you. I, I try not to be a mistake repeater. I try to always get better every single day. Okay. Whether it's a good day or a bad day, there's always something to learn. You know? All right, man. You're doing great. Keep it up. We'll stay in touch. And, great talking uh, to you guys. I appreciate it. Appreciate it you guys. A lot of fun. A lot of fun, buddy. All right, guys. See ya. Yeah.